Hold my cloud. Hold my white cloud. My cloud. I mean, it's definitely thumping around right now. Tonight we're going to the club. We're gonna have a glass of wine, two glasses of wine, and eat sausages. <laughs> sausages with sauerkraut. We'll have we'll have good time. Very very good time. Go dancing till three, four in the morning. Then we'll smoke one cigarette, two cigarette, glass of wine, two glass of wine. <laughs> eat another sausage. <laughs> Welcome to the Passion DJ Podcast. I'm your host, Modingo, and with me is David Michael. Hey. Yeah. For those of you that have been watching, you might have noticed that was a little bit backwards. but A little bit. But uh, change things up. Just a little bit. But tonight, uh, we are lucky enough to have in studio uh, some OGs, I guess, to the scene here, uh, and uh, good friends of the show. Absolutely. The, uh, the Silent Disco crew here, we have the... John Chapel, or should I say Ron Chorpel, or Morgan Freeman? Yeah, all these <laughs> names, those fake names that I use. <laughs> Kim L., who's been on the show a couple times, right? Yeah, yeah, you were on our episode At 200. Oh, yeah. And, and then you were on the episode where we talked about you know, women in the DJ space. And then last but not least, Sexbox. I don't know if you want to use your government name or not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> and this is the first time we actually had you in studio, so thanks for joining us, you three. And they are part of the Silent Disco crew here in Dayton. That the Silent Disco takes place the last Friday of every month at Dayton Yellow Cab. Mm-hmm. But before we get too far, why don't you guys go and drop your socials? Uh, uh, John Chapel is uh, Hey Chap Chap at Instagram. That's not what it says. Yeah, I know. It's it's <laughs> uh, it's it's yeah, it's an old picture. <laughs> no, your handle. That's not what it says. Uh, I know that one's wrong. Oh, okay. The correct one is Hey Chap Chap. Oh, okay. You want to argue some more? <laughs> For anybody who's looking, that's not what right. it says. Yeah. It's wrong up there. Um, mine is at I am Kimmel on Instagram, Facebook. Is, is that a question? Really. Like, are you, are you quizzing I, me? I, no. I, I, I would I, ask you. I, I don't know. Uh, you're cutting out. No, you're good. Yeah, let me see. What color are you? Yellow. You're the yellow DJ now? <laughs> She said it first. Are you ready for this job, though? I, I don't know. I don't she's know. Blue. I'm about to get canceled on my no, first episode. She's blue, actually. Blue. Blue oh, that, that one. No, up I'm there. blue. Yeah. <laughs> there, I think you're good. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I am Kim L at Instagram. Yes. And possibly Facebook. Yeah, I mean, nobody really uses Facebook. Yeah. So. Just old people. Yeah, right. Hi. Instagram's fine. <laughs> Honestly, uh, no, like, I guess my Instagram is at Dylan Foreal. I don't know. I never checked it. it. Is. I have it in, like, six months or yeah, longer. It is. I tag you in it. Um, <laughs> I guess you could go to, like, soundcloud.com slash sexbox-2. Give me your, your Tinder. Uh, no. There's more than one sexbox on SoundCloud? Uh, apparently. Sexboxes. <laughs> I mean, not any good ones. We anyway. call them sexboxing. Sexbox I? Sexboxing. Yeah. So, Silent Disco, uh, I know it's all started in Europe, but can you guys kind of tell everybody on the show, like, what is Silent Disco? Because I know there's a lot of people that haven't heard of it. Just kind of give just an overview of, like, what the experience is, how it's different, how it's the same. You know, just uh, what is it? You guys say it. Uh, Silent Disco, honestly, um, it's uh, 
It's facilitated by everybody has a wireless headsets and each of the headsets will actually light up to a color so it corresponds to the three different DJs that can perform at one time. Um, which you know makes for really interesting crowd reading, obviously. <laughs> um, but it's no, it's uh, it's it also puts people kind of in that headphone space while they're listening to you know like be inhibited. Like you know you have your own headphones on, you're kind of in your own little world, but at the same time everyone's very connected because you see what everyone around you is listening to. Mm-hmm. And being like that, we play all at the same time. It's also there's a very interesting like competitive dynamic and energy mm-hmm. between yeah. you know. We want your attention, and we will play the coolest songs we can to get it. We fight, we fight over it. You intentionally play like different styles, right? So, yeah. yeah, for the yeah. variety. Yeah. So for Dylan, what's your? You're the Blue Channel. Um, it's uh, basically anything before the year 2000. Um, it's not like you know. I it's like a throwback channel. Yeah, I would. So I would, so, so good music. Then. Yeah, exactly. And also, I would never cheat. Yeah. I would <laughs> never old cheat ass. and <laughs> play anything newer than that. Um, you cheat all the time. You would never cross over into some poppy no, stuff. Of, of course not, no. me. No. Um, yeah, it's, it's the throwback jams. We yeah. all cheat, though. Cheat. Yeah. 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 These two mostly, but yeah. <laughs> and fine. Kim's the happy hardcore channel, right? Yeah. yeah. The candy kids. Yeah. The candy. So I, I predominantly am playing any kind of EDM. Okay. And then what do you focus on, John? I do more like the mainstream stuff. So I'm doing uh, like hip hop and yeah, I'm doing hip hop top 40, but I'm doing a lot of pop. Um, normally like at my normal job, I play kind of mostly hip hop and then I do a lot of pop at, um, at silent disco, but usually with the end, I'll end with like emo stuff. You know? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot. He goes hard at the end. But they like with love all it. the. They yeah. love it. So. He's not okay. Once I get all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once I get all liquored up, I get yeah. a little. It's like everything. Sappy. Yeah. Yeah. He plays all that to, like Hawthorne Heights and uh, Fallout Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I must have never stayed late enough to hear that part. Yeah. That's only for the hardcore, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. You should headline that festival. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> the, the the emo fire festival yeah. coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess what I want to know is how how did you guys like decide who was going to take what uh, direction with the music? Like, was it all obvious from the get go? Well, did you to find be that honest, I mean, I don't think we decided, right? Yeah, I no, think to, it was just really, kind of a. To be honest, sign. when we first started doing this at the club that we were doing it, these roles were sort of like thrust upon us, right? Mm. And oh, like here's your hat, here's your hat. Play yeah. this music. Yeah, okay. I actually so, got called in as yeah. like a replacement. Yeah, because uh, he came to me and was like, "We need, um, we need like a green. We need like an EDM DJ for Green Channel." And mm-hmm. I immediately, of course, was like, "Well, it needs to be Kim. Just mm-hmm. get Kim." And then that, and then like that was it. Kim really took to it. So that was, uh, and then that was super I, long. Yeah, ago I don't now. even know how we. Yeah, decided or initially I would just play like anything and whatever and I kind of like over the next few kind of got locked into yeah that's true they did evolve Red Channel used to be strictly hip hop okay. only hip hop mm-hmm. and I don't know how it differentiated from Dylan's channel the throwback channel because I was playing throwback hip hop mm-hmm. I was we would fight over ponies so hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then it something happened and it got differentiated where it was like, no, 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 no. That's Dylan's lane. Okay. Um, I'll be the front end of the horse. You be the back. Because it was like 70s, 80s, and 90s. And I think in my head, I was like, oh, man, there's so much there. In my head, I'm thinking like, he's going to do 80s all night. Like, why wouldn't you, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he started wanting to do like a ton of that, that old hip hop that like, we all love. And I was like, oh, I think I need to, like, remove that from 
from my set. Mm. So that sort of, I replaced a lot of that with pop. Okay. And that's how Red Channel okay. became what it is now. Well, you were playing a lot of like UD parties and stuff too. So that kind of, yeah, I feel like that's true. Blended to oh. that, that definitely facilitated like an ease of, of transition into like this new venture that we were doing. Like, Oh, I'm kind of doing this anyway. So was it more of like, because of what you were playing at the time, changed the channel or were the patrons that saw you, did they expect you to play that type of music? Um, yeah. Who formed the expectation? Yeah. I think it sort of really, I think it kind of evolved a little organically because at the time, just like as an example, um, like shake it off was really popular, but you wouldn't play that now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, that plus the hip hop that was being played at the Let time, me cross that off. My <laughs> <laughs> cross it off my mixtape. Yeah. Uh, so you would be playing that, but at the time, also those kids were also asking for like September by Earth, Wind, and Fire, you know. Mm-hmm. So you were all over the board, but I mean, I wouldn't play that on Red Channel. That would be that would be Dylan for sure. How much do requests come into play with, with this? <laughs> Dylan and I get them a lot. I don't think Kim does. I do. I mean, I do. Do yep. most of the do the requests mostly like? Do they even come close to? To the channel? channel appropriate. Uh, me? I, I think yeah. Literally never. Yeah. Really? Everything they ask me for is is him. I have, yeah, yeah, I have I this it. classic photo of Dylan like uh, <laughs> negotiating a request with a with a with a showgirl. I'll definitely make sure I give that to you. It, it, looks, it's a classic because you can just I can read his mind. It, it's that <laughs> yeah. Dylan smile where he's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I actually I was DJ request in the goods. That that was me. Yeah. <laughs> So how much do the respective channels represent your styles of DJing? Mm. Oh, like outside of disc, silent disco? Yeah. Uh, for me, it's kind of like not at all, but then totally. Like I, I only I don't play music that I don't want to hear. Generally speaking, like uh-huh. even when I'm doing like poppy stuff or like you know very you know pop, things that are people are very familiar with, I still only play songs that I want to hear because I don't want to be not having fun. I have to have the most fun. But I used to mostly, I mean, like, you guys know, I've played house and techno and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever other electronic music. And uh, so I, I don't really do that anymore. So I guess you could say I'm pretty far outside of my wheelhouse. But then I've also definitely made, like, playing throwbacks one of my niches. I get hired to do that other places. Kind of made a new wheelhouse. Yeah. And it's as much as, you know, I kind of miss doing the other thing, too. It's like this makes me a broader, you know, DJ or just, you know, performer in general. Yeah, nice. So it's, you know, it, it fits me. You know, I I have really no way to segue into this subject, but one thing that really struck me about going to silent disco is how not silent it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Like, yeah, that's yeah. like people's like common like thing. They think They're you just like up. walk in and you're. It's like you can oh, hear a yeah. pin drop. Like yeah. no, no, it's not. It's not like it took awkward. me. Like even talking to my wife, who like doesn't normally go to things like this anyway. Yeah. You know, she's like, I don't. That sounds awful and awkward. I wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. I'm like, it's not like that. I'm like, you party inside your head, and then when you want to have a conversation, you take it off, and it sounds like that's, every other bar. That's mm-hmm. literally all three of us. Like that's our pitch when yeah. people are like, what? It's, it's like, so look, much more fun and not awkward. I it know <laughs> it sounds stupid. So I actually I actually tell people all the time. I'm like, look, I'll tell you what. If you promise to check it out, I'll list you. You come up. 
Mm. All right, because I swear to God, you're gonna get it. Like good drug dealers, you're do. gonna get yeah. <laughs> like yeah. first one's free. Little, little taste. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll list you, and you come up. All right, and then whatever, you have a good time. If you don't like it, you leave. But I'm telling you, you you're gonna walk in, and you're not gonna understand what you're doing. And the minute you put the headphones on, you're gonna get it immediately. Mm. It's just everything is gonna make sense, and you're gonna come back because everyone who goes keeps coming back. Like, mm-hmm. So. But you have to pay that second time. Yeah, <laughs> it's and, and, like three or four bars in one place because you have your mm-hmm, three channels, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like worth of music, and then the headphones off option. Right. There's yeah. like a very there's a pragmatic thing about that, right? Like it's like if if you go to a normal bar and you don't like the music, you just got to deal with it. Yeah. Like here you have three at least three options. Yeah. Right. Like that's just. That alone is like mm-hmm. a, a draw for me. And it's <laughs> not just a playlist. Like, we are actively trying DJing. really hard. Oh, to, you to, know? you're fighting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Saying, oh, we're talking shit about each other on <laughs> yes, the microphone. Absolutely. <laughs> like, My son I loves. I mean, the three of us are like best <laughs> yeah. friends, but like, you know, we, not. Not the last Friday of every month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, my oldest son, when he came in during the summertime, he loves telling the story about how you were talking mad trash about some a listener. Like she didn't have her headphones on your channel. Yeah, it, was, it was my friend's stepmom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He 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 tells that story to everybody whenever we talk about silent disco. Yeah. So John was just talking mad trash about this particular individual, and everybody was looking and pointing at her while John's talking trash, and then she finally turns her headphones to the correct color and she's like oh you know isn't she an awesome you know yeah but uh when you're talking about how how quiet or how not quiet it is like if i was a bartender working in a situation like that that would be awesome because i was a bartender for a while you can hear you can hear at, well yeah. not only that but at the end of the night you're going home and your ears aren't ringing mm, either yeah and, and so for me it's just like it's quiet but it's not quiet but it's the but the funny part is when you're playing something that's like definitely a sing-along type song, like you hear all these people singing off key and whatever, like that's dancing really queen. Fun. That's, yeah. That yeah, is really, that's fun. really fun. Cause you know, that gets just... you to put the headphones back on. If you, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a big yeah. thing. You get a big recognizable vocal and everybody starts singing along. Everyone's like, what's going on? You yeah. Know? You get a sing-along banger. I'm sure these two probably get it too. We take off, we take off our headphones. Just try to figure to out what's hear, going on like the acapella of what's, <laughs> yeah. what you know because it's it's so ridiculous to just hear people like screaming mm-hmm. with no mu- no backing music whatsoever just two words bohemian rhapsody oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. but we we all have like a few in our wheelhouse that that is that's just we people come back and they know that we're gonna play them and they know mm-hmm. they're gonna sing them and is, and it, we, sorry, we try to keep an eye out for like when it when Kim plays Sandstorm, yeah. Dylan and I are gonna burn one of our shitties. Off, you know? Or that one time the three of us played Sandstorm oh, yeah. at the same at, time. At midnight, at midnight, we timed it that, on New Year's Eve. And, and, and that was awesome because like as you flip the channels, Kim's like, "You can't get away from us." Away from <laughs> <laughs> the look of confusion on everyone's face, like, is it broken? <laughs> I was just gonna. You may have just answered my question, but I was gonna ask: Is it is it more difficult for you, Kim, to have that kind of moment because you're kind of more maybe playing to the heads? It's, it might be harder to to get the normal quote unquote like bar goer people with the recognizable tracks, or is it like Ooh. are there enough sandstorm and and I mean stuff I think like that's that to... throughout this whole time playing silent disco. I think that's the thing that I've really had to like hone in like as a skill like normally I play house all kinds of house like that's what I love but disco has 
made me break out of that. So now I'm mm-hmm. playing trap. I'm playing dubstep. You know, I'm playing okay. a lot of big room. Yeah, like everything EDM, and I think it's it's learning to, it's learning the the timing of the genres and your visual like how how much green can i see what are they responding to and just like on the fly you know respond to that and you know every once in a while like throw in one of the the vocal you know sing-alongs or whatever to kind of rope people back and it's just really like paying attention and trying a lot there's also like you gotta you have to understand like just because of the way that you ask the question it's like um, she people go towards Green Channel probably most of all. She's a cult leader. She yeah, has I, okay, and fans. that's the thing. It, and in a way, because there's there's so much I want to like unpack here. Okay, so in a way, Kim works harder than any of us. Okay, because um, it, my, my job's super easy. Like you're you're playing life the stu- does my job for yeah, me. You're you're playing the stuff we all listen to in the minivan going to yeah, soccer. and then yeah. and then Dylan. Like like our job, a Dylan and I job kind of is to just keep throwing out recognizable stuff. Okay. Yes. Like his library. I mean, assuming he stays, if we stay within the the these genres, mm-hmm. his his job will never get harder. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be the same library of music. They don't make n- new old right. songs. Right. <laughs> now my library grows, but life doesn't for me. So if you think about it, like she's actually doing the most work. Okay. Because she's out there having to gather tracks. Um, also, she like like you said, everyone who's on the Green Channel is realistically probably every disco hearing songs that they've just never heard before. But all we're doing is selling sing-alongs. Kim is like selling a vibe, and mm. that's why she gets like way more people. But in in a way, like Kim's actually the most unbridled out of all of us because she's not restricted to songs that that people have to have heard Mm -hmm. like I can play something that was made yesterday but if nobody's heard of it no one's going to want to hear it and they're going to switch to their channel Dylan kind of same thing although yeah if I play like a a b-side or some like lesser known song Mm -hmm. but it's still very popular artist you know like it's just not going to hit you'll lose traction so Kim is what Kim is doing is essentially like building a vibe from start to finish and it's just there the whole time she's not really flying off into different directions you know, so are you building a kind of one crate that you work out of mostly kind of like when a, uh, I, I do. I a stand up like works on their set and they throw away things that don't work and stuff? Or are you constantly like every week, every time, like throwing new stuff in? Um, I mean, I think between every disco I am downloading, you know, at least a couple handfuls worth of new music. That's cool. um, I mean, that's just my like habit my ritual anyways um but i do try to incorporate that like now that i'm not playing as often i you know try to incorporate that to you know stay fresh and relevant um especially in edm because i mean there's new stuff coming out all the time yeah and the people who like edm know you know how old a song is or like oh that we listened to that song two years ago like uh, like Mm -hmm. we want something else so, I mean, it is a lot of, I don't know. I mean, I... There's a lot of discovery, like, with what you're doing, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, I spend most of my time staring at my screen, you know, trying to find the next song. Like, I scroll through all of my playlists mm. every time. Interesting. What fits here. Mm-hmm. And it's also, like, the only 
regularly scheduled thing in Dayton that is doing any sort of EDM whatsoever. True. Mm-hmm. But also, like, the, I don't want to say, like, EDM is, is back to being underground or anything. Like, obviously, like, the, it's popular. It's got it, it's, it's got super influence. popular. Yeah. I mean, like, festivals. We just don't have like a spot in secret. Dayton. That's right. why it's back to being underground, because we don't have don't, a spot. You just don't have anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of times when I tell people about silent disco, and they I tell them about the headphones and everything, they're like, and you, you commented on it at the beginning, but people are like, oh, well, then no one's really going to interact with each other. So, I, 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 I argue that that's not the case. And can you share why you you agree or disagree? Uh, I agree absolutely that it's it's kind of the opposite. It's like people yeah. are, are almost more into it because they have the headphones on. Because like again, like you know, it was like I said earlier. You know, you have your headphones on. You're walking down the street. You know, you might start singing the song. You don't even really realize you're singing it. And everyone kind of gets into that space. But again, like the the headphones all show you exactly what everyone's listening mm-hmm. to, and that creates a communal feeling. You know, mm-hmm. and again, you could you can turn the volume down. You can put it over one ear. You can you know like you can talk to people and there's a you, lot you of can tailor your listening experience and it happens yeah. i mean it mm-hmm. happens he's right like it happens people interact more because i mean because like, you're like almost uninhibited because uh-huh. you're in your own yeah head it's space. like being at a sleepover when you're in the eighth grade like you don't you don't plan on like listening to music and dancing and lip syncing with your friends mm-hmm. but like it just happens and so this it, he's right like everybody's seeing the colors that they're on it facilitates like a whole community. And they I think talk. it also facilitates like strangers, like vibing yes. together, yes. like yeah. from clear across the room. Yeah. Cause you see someone listen to that same color channel at and the same, like, they're same getting moment. It, and then you're locked yeah. eyes. Yeah. 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 Honestly, and the, and the magic happens. Sometimes oh, I have to like. Sometimes it do. Listen to what they're it doing do. a little bit. You know, see what like it looks like when everything turns red. You know, you're like, what's going on over there? And look, but I'm always trying yeah. to like cover up my headphones when I do it. So I was like, I'm not showing weakness. Like, don't let them, don't let them see me yeah. with red headphones. Yeah. Like, so yeah, uh, we had a proposal happen. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Well, Kim did. That's cool. I mean, I haven't had one yet. Well. Uh, by the way, I'm not saying buddy. someone proposed to Kim. I'm saying someone proposed <laughs> on my channel. On your channel? Yes. channel. Oh, yeah, it was Halloween. Yeah, and there's been birthday shout outs, mm-hmm. you know, so many. Tons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like uh, your, your one buddy got his citizenship. Oh, Rob? Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rob so, got so his citizenship. Th- yeah, so, so it's just like. But I mean, that was that, that meant a lot to all of us. Yeah, we just I, I did that myself. I really, you know. No, but I mean, but it's still cool because there are a bunch of strangers on your channel that didn't know Rob, right? And, and now didn't they, know his story. Uh, yeah, and, and now and now they know part of. Dude, hey, hey, I remember yeah. that cat. Yeah, actually, and then you know what's funny is when I announced that, that like my buddy Rob, he got his he got his citizenship. We oh, I have a regular. She's like a, a slightly older lady, and she's British, mm-hmm. and she's there every time. She's always on my channel. I announced that Rob got a citizenship. She comes over and introduces Rob. She goes, I just got my citizenship. Yeah. So they start talking. Yeah. That's awesome. And now they have a shared experience. Yeah. Of choosing to become Americans, you know. Yeah. That's, that's cool shit. Yeah. And there, there really is like a, there are new social interactions that happen just because of the format of, of that night, right? Like you were talking about uh, just seeing what people, what color people are listening to and stuff that happened the last time I went, that happened when you were playing Kim, I saw just a sea of green happen all of a sudden. It was like, and I looked out and of course 
the more you see it, the more people do it. And yeah. So it, it the FOMO. Has, it's, yeah. uh, you have a, a yeah. rolling effect. It's like infectious. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, and the, it, it's, so then you have that kind of new, whoops, that new connection with, with even a whole crowd of people that you probably have had before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, looking out and seeing people intentionally choosing to listen. To leave these two. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smart choice. Smart choice. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, if you're in like an em- not empty bar, but if you're just in a bar and music is playing, are you actually, is anybody actually listening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like background noise. Yeah. But I mean, at the silent disco, like, it's on their ears. Mm-hmm. They're dancing. They can hear you. And I feel like that creates this super intimate social environment that like you have to be there in that moment with the headphones yeah. on to experience that. Because if you're red in the same space, you're not, you know, it's a whole separate Yeah, you're physically thing. present, but you just ain't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's super like psychological does it feel like DJing with one hand behind your back when you don't have the RGB (laughs) data to look at Uh, (laughs) when you're doing a regular gig now yeah no actually I I consider it the opposite I it has improved my crowd reading so much really yeah I mean when you like to be able to have that feedback it's like I start looking at people differently and like I'm more able to now just like target some people just you know like oh those people are there I bet they would want to and you, you you build on that. It's like okay, I got these people moving. Let me get these people over here. It, it's my crowd reading has improved dramatically over the years as a result. Yeah, of I would have been concerned agree. about the opposite. That's that's fascinating. Well, it's that's kind of like happen. you look at the colors. The colors serve as confirmation of approval, right? Mm. So then, as they're experiencing that, you get to look for other unconscious clues that are going on like body movement energy level in a person mm-hmm. um, their interactions with other people if you remove the color those elements still exist so taking it to any other club where you're not doing a silent disco like those elements will still be there you can look for them you can play to them right and other people aren't playing at the same time also right yeah now yeah. it's like they're stuck with you but I mean again <laughs> if you're playing alone it's a different sort of thing we're playing against each other mm-hmm. if you're alone you're you're I mean, you're kind of playing against yourself mm-hmm. or, you know, you're trying to win mm-hmm. yeah. against yourself. And it's funny when you mentioned about like Dylan quietly, like trying to cover your headphones and see yeah. what people, I, I catch you guys like sneaking behind each other and looking at each other's screens. Cause I do photography for these guys too, yeah. but there'll be times where I catch them like just sort of peering over the, behind the laptop. Train spotting. Yeah. 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 What, what are you the, doing? What the hell is he queuing up next? Yeah. I do that to John a lot. <laughs> so what's the hardest part? What's the, what's the biggest challenge do you think? I think for me, um, since I'm mixing, I have to use my own headphones. Mm -hmm. Um, well, in Dylan, when you scratch, yeah, that's pretty impressive too. That, so for those that, you know, for the DJs out there, they, in order to hear what's going on, what's being output, because you don't have a monitor, Mm -hmm. you have to actually put the, the wife, the wireless headphones on. And so turn them up really loud because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there'll be plenty of times when I'm walking by you guys and you literally have two, two headphones, two on. headphones on two sets of headphones on one on one ear, one on the other ear, and you're trying to, to cue and mix at the same time yeah. without it being played out loud. The only reason I ever wear the actual silent headphones while I'm playing is so that I can hear what they're hearing because mm-hmm. it's shortwave radio. It's not, it's not, you know, 
it's, it's not Bluetooth. It's not, yeah, it's yeah. not like the. It's, it's not, not like the XLR. highest fidelity. Yeah. So I wanna I wanna be able to hear what they're hearing so that I can tweak my EQs to get the best mm. sound. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. like listening to the house system. Yeah. Same, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kim always sounds great. I don't know what she does, but like, it's, <laughs> is she the one that sets up all the gear? No, that would be me. So. <laughs> no, uh, honestly, though, that's one thing I'll say that is very different about uh, DJing the Sound Disco is the way that like the headphones respond to EQ changes or effects. Like mm. certain effects that might sound cool on speakers just will not yeah. work on mm. the headphones. Not like so what? Much. I guess I wouldn't know. God, even something as simple as like a flanger. Yeah, it could sound weird on headphones. Oh, huh. yeah. Uh, sometimes even like a delay, like the amount of stereo separation and everything. Or uh, I have my stuff so close. To... I have my entire DJ rig monoed out. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. yeah um, but no, for real, like uh, something like an echo that like in an actual space, that's going to depend on. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 the height of the ceilings, the, how many people are in there. Whereas okay. in the headphones, it's, it's purely a digital sound and you're going to get, it's going to be like, I have to adjust like my delay repeats and stuff. Like I, my mm-hmm. effects are quite a bit different on the headphones. Hmm. I think what's also hard is like, I'm used to playing out loud. So I'm used to like feeling the bass Mm. and it's really hard. Like sometimes at the end of the night, like my ears are ringing because I've turned it up so loud so that I can like feel the bass through my ears. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's... That's weird. That's a yeah. sponsorship. Yeah, t- t- yeah, we need to get Tony yeah. on that. <laughs> that would be yeah. amazing. I don't know, but it's like I've got this vest on. It's like two sets of headphones, like you know, buried in gear to pretend that I'm playing out loud. <laughs> Your tactical setup. I don't know the hardest part for me. I, I just honestly, it's such a cop out answer, but like honestly, clean up at the end of the night. Like I don't. Everything else is. I mean, it's a challenge, but it's nothing. I'm like, ah, no, that's damn a, it. that's a legitimate. You I know? mean, do, do you run into you know. a lot of tech issues? Like, oh, that half the headphones aren't oh working. Oh my god, yeah. that one time powers. my transmitter. Yeah, we ran into one oh. time uh, Kim's oh. transmitter didn't work. I think so that was had, the time I was there. We had to, yeah, <laughs> so we had to call our guy and poor guy. He sent his wife with yeah. a new transmitter. Yeah, sh- like, shout out to Chris Chilton. Yeah, aka to, DJ yeah. Chill DJ slash not so loud, not so loud, not so loud, silent party. Yep. Yeah. Because we, we need to get him on the show move, too. Like yeah. to the outside that night, like you were inside, and then you like in the middle of your set, you're like, "I'm gonna move out here." And you pick no. it up. That, that was that was a different. That was a different night. Yeah. This was one where we were outside. Okay. And yeah, we were already outside, and we were we were on our like, prime setup. Where like Dylan had his tented stage, uh, Kim had her tent or er, er, stage under the big tent, mm-hmm. and I have my open air stage. And then uh, her transmitter just like would not work. And for some reason, it only has three channels on it. So for some reason, hers said eight. <laughs> it's displaying the number eight. So we knew something was wrong. <laughs> it was actually a B. <laughs> yeah. So flip it to side A. Yeah, so Chill so sent his bad, wife out with a new broken. transmitter. Other than that, sometimes headphones will not work. That's, I'm sh- that's, part, of, that's part of it. But mm-hmm. we have so many. If they're not charged up. Yeah, or, you, you know. just go and you get a new one. And I'm sure on chills end what with covid the amount of cleaning that goes into those things now mm-hmm. it's probably real real a lot more strict than it used to be mm-hmm. um but that, that's one thing that was really nice though, is because it's you have these headphones and you're not moving a pa or whatever like we were able to have these outdoor parties with excellent social distancing yeah mm-hmm. you yeah. know because yes. we have and, a, and good sound yeah you know, know. It was a large venue. There was plenty of room for everybody to spread out. And then even like, you know, like even when it starts to get colder and we be move inside, like um, we can open the gates. And, yeah. you, and if, you, if you're comfortable and the weather's nice, you can just walk just outside, outside with your wireless headphones. And sometimes yeah. your, li- your your fans will go outside in the rain. 
<laughs> with their headphones yes, still. They yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are made Torrential of rain. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. But I mean, if you, you've got to figure with the removal of like speakers and PAs and cords and microphones and everything that like you would normally have at a party, like mm -hmm. it removes a lot of the tech issue, you know? I mean, you the only thing that needs to work is three transmitters. Beyond that, it's good. You don't run into, like, you start picking up interference from the local FM station or anything? Oddly, no, it's, oddly it's enough, no. It's Final no. Tap. <laughs> I've heard that they actually work pretty far. They do. Oh, yeah. 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 They work very far. And they like, go through pretty uh, solid walls, solid pretty walls well. too, because yeah. I, I was, before the show, I was talking about I used uh, Chill's uh, setup to do an event at a museum here in town, and... You know, we said, hey, everybody stay in this particular area. And, of course, by the end of the night, there's people all over the museum. Yeah. And I just sort of started walking around to see how far these people were. And, like, I was very surprised at how far and through different walls and different structures and on different floors of the museum. I was like, man, these things are pretty killer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, the listeners impressive. won't know. But if you guys know distance because I have no concept of distance. But Yellow Cab to Ned Peppers is how far that the, they work. So however long oh, that is. Really? Yeah, that's like about in, a good, into the organ. It's about a half mile. Uh, I will say that like... Uh, is it? it you, quarter mile? Half mile? There's not a lot quarter. of like material between those two areas though to block the signal. There yeah, were times you, where... We're also outside when we tested this. At the old club that we used to work at, I would go out back sometimes, you know, while well, like, doing you know, smoke or something, but they, it, there was like one corner where I would turn and it would start breaking up a little bit, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, every once in a while I'll be there listening in while I'm taking pictures and I hear like some feedback and I'll run up to y'all's transmitter and yeah. like mm -hmm. tighten that down. But I've never experienced any tech issues when I've been to y'all's events. No, the system is very reliable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what's, a, what's a typical crowd and then what's like a really good banging I love party? this question. You mean like size? Or? Yeah, like oh, numbers. size? Oh, I thought you were going to say like the type well, of we'll, people. Oh, no, we'll, we'll, do, we'll that. do that next. Yeah. We'll do that too. Size. Um, I mean, our biggest was Halloween. Yeah, we had to get. <clears throat> you also got to understand that, like, uh, there's a decent amount of people that come early, leave two hours later, and then there's also people that show come, up show two up, hours show late. Two yeah. hours later. Yeah, they come in waves. So, I mean, the traffic is pretty steady. Yeah. So, like, yeah. 500 headphones could potentially get you about 800 people worth of okay. usage right yeah. well let's say 700 that's that's a little much right yeah. so 700 halloween we had to get we had to bring in 400 headphones and how many do you normally have the three we normally have about 300 350 okay so halloween we had to bring in 400 new year's eve we brought in i think i think we brought in 500 wow. right and uh when we didn't use them all but halloween we got down to that last that last box. couple of sets oh, yes. yeah <laughs> yeah and that was with people coming in and mm -hmm. out now halloween was more than kind of it was way more than just a silent disco like we we sort of put on a yeah. show because yeah, you had a costume contest oh, man. You know. i mean and we, we like sort of put the whole thing everybody participated it was the <laughs> longest <laughs> contest how many people <laughs> like a lot of it, people it was like you know we, we thought okay well we, we totally made five we, we or made six John people at the last minute <laughs> yeah and then they're like hey get on the mic and then they scammed me to get on the microphone i'm not oh, like, I, i'm, I'm not sure you put up person. a lot of resistance too i was like guys i can't okay <laughs> John hates a microphone. <laughs> and then uh so we did that but yeah they just these costumes just kept rolling through and i'm like this is never gonna end <laughs> yeah. I, re I really liked a colonel sanders and her two cops and that was our friend brie yeah. and jay yeah so so uh, but Dylan loved it because he didn't care because 
however long it lasted. It doesn't matter because Kim and I have to walk back to our channels. He has a free <laughs> blue channel yeah. of 400 people, so he gets to do whatever he wants. Well, no, we agreed that the, the, for the best thing for everyone at that particular moment, and this is also like a big point of contention, Cupid Shuffle. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> line dances are like a total cheat code. If you yeah. put on a line dance... Yeah. You, it's you, like Sandstorm. It's like everyone's going to go there. Yeah, nice. Yeah. But he... And then Kim, Kim always demands a conga line. Yeah. And, and that always That's makes true. people no, change well, channels. Hang on, hang on. Kim demands a conga line when she cheats and plays Shania Twain, <laughs> which is technically mine. <laughs> Or is it yours? It's, it's technically mine. Technically, this is the first time. Fighting over Shania. This is the first time this is brought but to the, the table. But the thing is, Kim is the only one who wants to play. It. Yes, that's, also, that's the secret. So we're just yeah. like whatever. That's you fine. People yeah. love that I play it. Yes, of course. But um, oh I'm God, not really picky. Too. I'm not picky Ugh. because, like, again, my stuff is constantly evolve, evolving and being thrown in my face. All my homework is done for me. Mm-hmm. Kim has to hunt it down. Mm-hmm. and it, I have to make it fresh yeah, every Dylan single time. Yeah, Dylan has to make time. it sound yeah. fresh. So I just let them have, like, keep, like, keep a shuffle. It's supposed to be mine. He wants it, so I just give it to him because I got the wobble. So who cares? And so, that's funny because when you're saying, like, you have to make it fresh every time, I remember talking to Dave, and I was like, you know, sometimes I'm like, hey, you guys, you know, I'd like to help out, you know, give you guys some relief and maybe do a set for you. But I was like, man, it's like six hours, man. That's like ridiculous because like, do you I mean, think so? no, I mean, but I do like 12 hour sets for CrossFit competitions, yeah. but, but like, but I'm not restricted mixing. to you. You have lanes that you're staying within and this is a repeating event. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. like for me, my CrossFit events, I do like maybe six a year and the people that are at these different events, like I'd say maybe 10% have seen me like at a previous event. So it's, it's fresh every time. Yeah. Okay. So like, so to do, you know, 10 or 12 hours isn't, it's not that quote big of a deal, mm-hmm. but also in that 12 hours, are you like repeating any? No, I, I, you know, I don't play the same song right, twice, so, except for maybe either. the national anthem. Right. And then, you know, but you play every 15 banger. minutes. <laughs> 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 Francis Scott key. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he leaves deck three on loop. Yeah. But for me, it's like, I'm kind of doing the three channel thing because if it's a different, you know, a, a workout that requires like some slow, steady attention where they're doing lifting one thing really heavy once or twice, and then something where they got to go really fast, which would mm. you know, be obviously Kim. And then something where it's like kind of in between kind of yeah. like the pop thing. Yeah. So, that's not nearly as difficult as what you guys have to do every every month and like you said and keep it fresh because you guys play the same songs because those are the bangers from those respective lanes yeah, yeah. but you still but you can't just hang it up and play the same damn playlist every time because because uh listeners they're fickle you know yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll call you out if you guys oh, were doing sure. that yeah they they'll get used to you know how like sometimes you have two songs that mix really, really, really well yeah. together. And then they mix so well that like you start doing it more than once. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like people who come back to your stuff, they're like, um, watch, uh, he's playing body. Like uh, he's playing body right now. He, he's going to go into Snoop Dogg. Watch, just yeah. watch, you know, same yeah. thing we used to do at Pearl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you get, and it's not like, it's not that it's bad. It's not that it doesn't work. It's mm-hmm. not that people aren't still into it, but now you are losing the element that like you're not fresh anymore. Yeah. But I mean, those are like, are like signatures. Yeah. Now. Like, and, and so like for you, John, like for me, your signatures, you play, <laughs> I, I write sins, not tragedies. Well, that's just one song. I know, I would, but I'm saying, but but for me, that's like if someone says like, "What's one song 
that John's going to play that's going to make me lose my shit. And for me, that's that's your song because like that. I mean, I was way older when that song came out, but like whenever I hear it, like I know it. And like Kim, you know, like for you, it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of cheesy because I came up at that moment you know like with the sandstorm thing but i know when you when you drop that yeah. it's just gonna go ape shit and yeah. then for dylan like pony yeah you see all I these get stuck with the emo song yeah you, you see all these soccer moms start dropping it you know it's weird because people always like that's one of the requests i get consistently like well before it's like it's like i can't play pony at 10 30 are you yeah. crazy like, <laughs> i get that i get that my normal job like it's like i go in at 9 9 15 they're like you gotta play WAP, and I'm like, girl, calm down. Yeah. You gotta is, warm me up there first. There is nobody, and they're like, everyone will go crazy. I'm like, there is four, or four people in the bar. <laughs> I'm not going ham at nine fifteen. Oh god! And then no, that's one of my other favorites. Is people come up to request a song, and then their headphones are like green or red, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm like, they're, they're over there. Look at yourself right now. Look at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It is, you're right though. It is Pony. Pony's the one song that I consistently get asked to play and i have to send them to him mm-hmm. sorry that's out of my jurisdiction man yeah, yeah. you should do like a kid's bot version <laughs> uh, i should that do a whole set that of just hilarious. kids bop, oh, oh when you say wop there's a kid's bop it's called wet and squishy that is yeah what that's terrifying is that real yeah well i don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> so. wet and squishy yeah it's about swimming and playing in water fountains and stuff it's not i, it's, no, I was gonna say it's like you can't it's, it's about the same thing. It's not about that at all. Oh, my. <sighs> so going back to your, uh, John, you said about the crowd. So what's the best type of crowd you know, versus size? Here's the thing. Like, who I, are you looking for? I really like this question because, like, you and me and Dave and everyone and these two even and everyone that we sort of came up in the scene with has this same mentality that would make you ask this question. It's like, who is who are the people coming to your shows? Mm-hmm. And and if we went to like EDM Tuesday or something at Pearl or something a volume show. There's an avatar. We know yeah, yeah. who our demographic is. The cool thing. No, you song, know the people that are going to show up at that show by you name. You know, you already know. <laughs> true, you know true. who you're going to yeah. invite, and it's pointless. And to, you know what song they like, and you drop yeah, their track for yeah. them, and, and you point at them. And yeah. it's yeah. pointless to reach outside that scope because, like, you know, the people from Centerville are not going to drive to an EDM show or something like that. One, times have changed now, so like people from San Francisco would totally come to an EDM show mm-hmm. and do. But when it comes to sound disco, there it's there is no typical crowd. It is literally all walks of life. It is awesome. Mm-hmm. We get we get like people who are a little bit too over the hill. They got a babysitter because mm-hmm. they want to go listen to some there's, blue there's, channel. People there, bring their parents and people, grandparents. Uh, yeah. yeah, Rob brings his his stepdad all the time. And there's that uh, that older couple, uh, father-in-law. I mean. Uh, the ones that were I was doing a, an event up in Yellow Springs and they were up there doing the hustle and then you were, and then I came to take pictures for you that same night and yeah. they were there too getting down oh really? to, to the blue channel <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know that amazing. I have a whole like crowd of, like I, I usually play like disco for like actual disco for at least part of my set and yeah. I have this, this group of people that like I know they're gonna freak out there's this one guy he would always tip me five dollars to play the Bee Gees yeah. and it was like haha sucker I was always gonna play the Bee Gees <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wanna stay alive gotcha. like, yeah. yeah but I mean it's it's kind of it's kind of a beautiful thing because I've never I've never been to a party or let alone thrown one that is like 
good God, we, do, we there's no such thing as a lockdown demographic. We, no. mm-hmm. th- it's it's literally everyone. It's got to be pretty rare, actually. I That's mean, if I'm you saying. want I've to have fun, to yeah. then you're there. Yeah. And the, like I said, they're all talking like that. That British lady, she's probably like 55 years old. She's on Red Channel all night, mm-hmm. and she's singing this stuff. She knows it. <laughs> And then she walks over to Rob. Rob's like 28, and they're talking about citizenship, you know. Mm. So, yeah, it's just like everyone. And I would have no idea how any of these people even heard about Silent Disco. Yeah, I don't know where they come from. It's really interesting to ask. uh, Yeah, because a lot of the marketing is just like native through Facebook or just people like me sharing it, you know, on our social channels and things like that. Because you don't really do any like paid marketing or advertising, really, right? No, I mean, I we made so. posters for New Year's Eve, but that's a big thing. You got to. Yeah. Beyond I think there's that, that, that built-in marketing with Yellow Cab. Yeah. But, I mean, it's nothing like but that's, that's, super expensive. But that's them advertising there at the club. Mm-hmm. So first month straight, people are seeing it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're finding out about it. It's in their newsletter. It's in their mailer. It's, in, it's, it's on their pre-sale. So if you buy a pre-sale to anything, you're also seeing the silent disco there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's there. Yeah, it's built in. What's the ratio of like return regulars versus new faces? Oh, I think that's an Elliot question. Yeah, I'm not well, sure. Well, for me, being like the unofficial photographer. Yeah, you'd be looking at everybody. Yeah, I look at everybody. Unofficial? No, uh, it, no and it's real easy for me to spot new people. Mm. Like that's how much I would say that your, your percentage of return customers are. Well, you've heard me. I ask. Do you guys ask? I get on my channel. I oh, go, yeah, who yeah, hasn't ever been here yeah. before? Oh, I, don't, I, don't I go, who are the virgins? And then yeah. they raise their hand. And then and you always get hands, I assume? I do always get hands, yeah. But what's cool is like the hands are like, the numbers are like staying the same or growing, but the hands every time are like less and less. So it's like people just keep coming back. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's different people, like you said, coming in all the time. There's, yeah. It's a very diverse group. I will definitely testify yeah, it's, to it's that. It's crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, just look at the pictures. Like it's, you got, you know. There's no earthly reason these people would ever should, should hang be out together. together. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it, like if this was a regular club, these people would not interact. Ever, yeah. mm-hmm. no. And then, um, you know, we run we run a deal where it's like if you buy in blocks of ten, you get you get twenty percent off the presale price. That way, it's like this is going to be super cheap for you if you just find eight friends. You know, I'll go pregame together. Go, yeah, you know, have some dinner or something. Do a lot of people take that deal? Uh, what did we have? I have no we, idea. Ha- we had, um, we sold us, we sold like 70 that way one time. Our wow. pre-sales that, are usually was around Halloween, like 200. Wasn't it? We had quite a bit. <clears throat> yeah. Wait, did we, you just say pre-sales are usually 200? Pre-sales are about like, t- not $200, like 200. T- tickets? Yeah. Really? Yeah. We get a lot of pre-sales sold. Wow. Because yeah. I've I, even used that them. That surprises me. I've even used them with my photography. Like I'll buy the pre-sales and I'll give away tickets. Like, hey, if you purchase this photo mm. package, I'll throw in two tickets. That ended up being a really good idea, too. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, and so, like, I, I got people to come to the show. Yeah. And then I got to engage with new people because the people that actually bought that package from me were new. I had never seen them before either. Yeah. So that was a, like, it's a win-win, you know? And then and then the, the, la- the, the only other place that we really promote is, like, and this is, like, an untapped resource that, like, people don't use is meetup.com. Mm. It's sort of strange because the gist is – you know, you make an account, it's social media or whatever, but like you click attend on something that you want to do and then it is literally strangers converge at one place and just, and literally just meet each other and hang out. Hmm. And that sounds really jarring and awkward, doesn't it? Like, and somehow these kids, I, they're doing it all the time. Hmm. There's this huge silent disco meetup group 
this, that that is that's oh. like run by okay. our, our buddy Jeff, mm-hmm. and he comes every time, and he gets like. The first disco we ever had, he got like 50 people from Meetup. <laughs> wow. No, wow. wait, you're talking about the first one we did at Yellow Cab, right? At Yellow Cab. Mm-hmm. He, got, was... he got like 50 people to just, just show 50 up. 50 strangers. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he only knew like maybe 11 of them, and then, and then that was it. We built that that um, 10 block, 20% off. We mm-hmm. built that for the Meetup people. Hmm. Okay. So, and, and the thing is, they don't even use it because... They just like it so much they're happily they're happy to pay full price. Yeah. So they don't even mess with pre sales. And we still sold seventy of those for Halloween, you know? How how many I don't want to say can say how long has this been going now, the silent disco? Um April April was the second one because it was my birthday, right? So March, April we we didn't do it. Are you talking about like in ever? in Dayton, uh, for in Dayton for oh, a regular ever. I think this coming April was five, something like five that. years. But you also wow. got to figure there was two year hiatus there because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, true. Or was it two years? One year, one year. Well, it, it was like maybe we didn't do it for two years necessarily. I don't think they did either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, but chill. He he's I I credit him with bringing Seven. the silent disco to like Seven. Southwest Ohio. <laughs> For sure, because I, I it was really crazy. I was just downtown with my wife. She was with some people at work, just having you know they had a, she's a nurse, so like they work weird hours, and they were just having a meet up. And I just saw this dude walk in with with a backpack and headphones, and like like the Pied Piper. He had like twenty people following him. I was like, I know what that is. Yeah. And I ran over and I was like, Dude, I know what you're doing. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I was like, Can I give you a hug? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like the next day, I'm like, Dave, Dave. There's a dude doing silent disco. I got his cards, you know, and blah blah. blah. And so it just, I was super excited because I've heard of it, and I, but I never had the opportunity to experience. So like when I saw him, I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be huge!" But you know, and then obviously anything that's new takes a while to adapt. And then as it sort of became a little, as it got more traction, like now, like I said, I've done stuff at the museum. I've seen it at weddings. We've seen it at uh, the festivals here. Yeah, Chill does a lot of silent weddings. We were on you know. the news. Oh, yeah, we were on the news Eve. for wow. yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah. That's, that's exciting. That was all Yellow Cab's doing. They have, they have, he's got, they've got some, some decent connects over there. I was pretty impressed. So they were there the whole night. So that was pretty cool. Oh, they were? Yeah. Oh, I just saw them at the very end. I didn't realize they that. They were, no, they were there while I was setting up. Wow. That's so, cool. Yeah. The mayor used to really like to come to the oh, summer yeah. disco. Really? Yeah, she's Nan a big Whaley fan. used to come, yeah. Really? Yeah. Big fan, yeah. She's huh. Blue Channel. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought, you know, I'd like, you know, play to the politicians, but here we go. <laughs> so uh, going back to kind of the, the psychology of it, what, was there like an adjustment period for like, d- did you have to get used to... <laughs> Like the 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 dopamine loss from seeing everybody switch off of your channel. You know what I mean? Like, oh. did that make never make you sad? Like, oh, nobody wants to listen 100%. to the red channel. Right? It pisses. Yeah, no, it's, it, you, you, it's an emotional roller coaster. It makes you want to fight. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah, and that doesn't get any better, huh? You get in your stuff. own head. You get in your own head, and everybody can see it happening. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like. A million times worse. Yeah. It sucks every time. Somehow, I mean, somehow all three of us at some point pretty quickly, like, come back. Like, you don't, it doesn't feel like it, but the switch happens so quick and and so so often often Mm. that you don't really notice it until one of us cheats (laughs) or 
<laughs> or uses like you know the the bangers. Like yeah. if I see everybody switch to blue, I I know it's one of three songs. <laughs> if I see everybody switch to green, I, I know the exact three songs that it could be as well. You know, I don't think I have that. I think I have one. Nah, you got a couple. Yeah, I yeah. think I have one. Yeah, sometimes I'll count. I think I have like, wobble. I think that's it. I don't think I have anything that like is just, just snaps. Now, I, I think when you go into that, there's that you, you always at a certain point go into that emo set. That and, and when you do that, like that's like your Mr. Brightside. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, oh that God, one's a little yeah. dominating. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Dylan's is either Pony, Cupid Shuffle, or or Bohemian Rhapsody. Hers is going to be Shania Twain <laughs> or Conga. It, it, it's that's another it's one. Shania Twain or or Sandstorm, Sandstorm. or this or touch. this or this mix that she has of of Mariah, Mariah Carey. Carey and Soldier Boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then I have yep. Wobble <laughs> and all the emo music. <laughs> no, actually, that's one thing that's really fun is that sometimes when it gets towards the end, uh, I have what I refer to as the, my crowd alienation portion of my set. I have, like, I mean, anything before the year 2000 is a large, like, amount of leeway. So, I mean, sometimes, like, I'll end the silent disco with, like, Slayer and, like, Nine Inch Nails and, you know, like, Rammstein. You used to start with that. No, I used to mostly what I would start with was hair metal. Yeah, I used to start with cock rock. Yeah, yeah, no, like, but almost like I would say like ninety percent of the silent discos I've ever done, they always start with uh, "In the Air Tonight." <laughs> it's just because it's getting it's, everybody warmed yeah, up. You yeah, know, it's, it's, you know, it's atmospheric and ethereal. There's usually a super like a, like a big amount of people there at that point, but you the people that are there, they do with the, the yeah, drum yeah, metal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have to. I, I did catch that at New Year's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's something that you, you can do to keep your set fresh. Like we were talking earlier, you kind of fall into certain kind of like patterns or whatever. These songs go well together. I play like maybe this kind of music at this time. After a while, you just completely invert that. Mm. Like if you know, like for instance, I was playing you know like 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 maybe eighties for the beginning part of the night. You know, I would play like and like now I'm going to start with disco and then move to that or you know like now we're starting with funk. Like you can you could take all those like chunks and rearrange them and wildly change how people respond to it. So is it different than a normal club night where like someone might build a to a certain energy level at a yes. certain point in the yes. night? Yes. Um because you're playing such like familiar like like you know you, we, we keep saying bangers but like songs that are very popular like sing songy recognizable. Everything has to be kind of killer or whatever. You don't have as much build. You're yeah. always trying to trying maintain. To catch them. Yeah, and you can't. You don't have to worry as much though about like like burning out your dance floor because if if you're not doing it, they're just gonna flip to the other stage. They're gonna burn themselves out. They're gonna have to pace themselves in this one instance. Yeah. So like dropping it down, like dropping the energy levels works quite a bit different at the silent mm -hmm. disco than it would say at like a regular like set. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you take your your hour long flow and spread it out. Interesting. Okay. At least that's what I do. It's also about keeping them too, because like yeah. to try to get people back, you gotta figure the logistics of that. Like how they're not hearing you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's a big part of like where us three shit talking each other comes <laughs> in, <laughs> because <clears throat> like we cross will, promotion. You know? We will. Kim's a little nicer than us, to be yeah. honest. But no. I'm not really a mic person. Right. I believe it or not. Conversely, no I either. am a mic person, so I will take the few reds that I have, put on a good song, and I'll you know I'll just be like reds, tap a blue or tap a green, and tell them to fuck off with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I get on my channel and I'm like, the red DJ talks too much. Yeah, <laughs> we are nice, really. Yeah. 
And when she played Shania Twain, I'm screaming cheater. I'm screaming cheater <laughs> into my microphone, you know. Well, I think that's that's got to be some of the appeal, especially for repeat customers. For sure. Right? To like, it's oh, a, we're going to go hear the banter. And it's we're a, gonna, it's, yeah, they I mean, actually it's a like each other, and it's fun. Yeah. And and I mean, I think that was like our key in the very beginning. Yeah, we discovered mm-hmm. that real quick, I think. About trash talking each other? Mm-hmm. Well, it just sort of happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says John. But again, like, it, we hung it's out. It's a game. It's a competition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we're... So, you know, and like, we, we fun around like that anyway. So, right. so we... Uh, it just happened and then we really quickly like latched on to like, oh, us fighting is like, that's pretty, you know unique to like what we're doing you're adding like storyline to yeah like yeah it's like a little performance i guess sure but um in that there's drawbacks like i don't know that like if one of us is sick i i honestly don't have the answer of what we would do i Mm. have no idea but me and dave can handle one channel there is (laughs) (laughs) i feel nervous already that would be great because we literally do not have second strings yeah we haven't Thought we don't have that. any second string. No. So you did have Devin cover for you that and one Devin day. Did a really did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he he's great, yeah. yeah, Devin Carter music uh, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. He's got. I remember. It's funny because when he covered for you, Kim, he started. You know, as he's his just the way he moves and his energy. I was like, I've seen this kid before, and I couldn't picture and I couldn't figure it out. And he it played, wasn't until he like, played Breakaway. No, he played Breakaway, but he also uh, played. Uh, when Crystal Grid came back into Correct. town right before everything got shut down I was like wait a minute yeah. uh, so I dug through my archives I was like that's that kid right there and I sent him all the old clips and he was like oh man I didn't know anybody had clips of that show because I guess that was his first time he ever played out oh wow so I was like I was happy to be able to give that to him but... he's got a really good energy oh for mm-hmm. sure and he does the thing is, is he, like... talk, he talks just enough yes yeah Unlike Cause... yourself, but... <laughs> but let's let's everybody calm down. I can, I can handle this. We're all on red channel. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now he engages the crowd. He's he moves about and he just it, it, it was it was interesting to hear someone else do the green channel and uh, and with a different personality. It was it was pretty different. Yeah. You know. I, he is having such a good time. I just put him on the red channel t- for the end of the night too. Oh really? I just gave him my channel. <laughs> He's doing. He was so happy to be there, and he really helped us out. Yeah. I think you were maybe too drunk for. Let's let's uh, let's, let's listen listen <laughs> listen. I'm always too drunk. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sauced by the end of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> you can the, confirm. The only difference that's... is now we don't get yelled at for it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that's also part of like uh, it's like you know like maybe it's not the best or healthiest way to go about it, but it's about projecting that energy. Like, I have to have more fun than everybody else. If I'm not having fun, like, yeah, why are you there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, I think that's a big thing of, like, being green and, like, playing songs that maybe people don't know or, yeah. like, mm-hmm. or, you know, a genre they haven't heard of before. It's like, okay, well, how how do I listen to this? How do I enjoy it? But they see me up there jumping around mm-hmm. you know flailing my arms shuffling in a circle mm-hmm. you know they're like mm-hmm. oh my god she's having a great time you know what this song is cool yeah yeah you always got to be having just like a slightly better time than your crowd yeah y- and you do have the perfect um stage energy for for green channel i mean yeah because i i've done that. i already know what you play but i would see you up there and be like oh, i see what kim's doing she, yeah. she's getting crazy up there yeah, yeah. occasionally yeah. dressed like pizza <laughs> I can't I, find I, that pizza costume. I, I do have some good uh, Kim faces 
of some of the images yeah, I've taken. So yeah. many good faces. <laughs> Tim, Tim lots of, lots always of face makes faces. that face of like, like, ooh. I just had a bite of something and that tastes really good. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And there's that other one who's like, oh, you motherfuckers yeah. aren't ready. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's, it's definitely hard. Like when you have the headphones on, I imagine your DJ face becomes more intense. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. again, you 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 feel like you're in your own little world, and yeah. so you're just you know like yeah. Your you, your your face is like this. Yeah. 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 I know. Just my Just looking face. up in the sky. Yeah. I can and, feel and then, mine's no, this. No, John. Yeah. You're 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 pointing at someone <laughs> and talking trash and about it. And yeah. I feel it. I feel my face, and I hate that face. And I think, <laughs> I'm always going. <laughs> I used to have it. I just I quit smoking, so I used to have a cigarette in my mouth and just like this, <laughs> like, like that stupidest face. That, yeah, that right. face right there. It's the stupidest face. Yeah, for the listeners, just uh, they're pointing at the uh, the cover the cover art that uh, so you guys dumb. got to like see. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> so love it. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Thanks oh, for thanks sharing. For having yeah. us. But. Uh, so if each of you just like had the opportunity like in an elevator to convince someone to come to a silent disco like what would you tell them like that 30 second elevator sales pitch oh, man, we'd probably have the same answer wouldn't we yeah you're not gonna get it it sounds super awkward I'm telling you your concern is the same concern that everybody's had mm-hmm. come put on a pair of headphones and I swear to god you're gonna get it immediately it's gonna make total sense and you're gonna love it that is one thing I hear every time from people is like man I thought it was gonna be weird or mm-hmm. I, you know like but then I got there and, and it's it was, even better than yeah. it is weird like yeah yeah yeah, if you hate fun, don't come. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <beautiful>. <laughs> All right, so every last Friday of the month here in Dayton, Ohio. Every last Friday at Yellow Cab Yellow Tavern. Yellow Cab Tavern. Uh, uh, is, I guess the yeah. next one coming up is going to be the 25th of February. Do you have their uh, socials? Is it just Yellow Cab Tavern it's Dayton Yellow or something Cap like Tavern. that? Okay. And then uh, the the Silent Disco is on Instagram. It's at, at, Dayton, at Dayton Silent Disco. At Dayton Silent Disco. You're wrong. It's totally the 28th. Uh, uh, of February. Of February. Oh, February. Oh, you're right. It's 25th of February. And then, don't, uh, don't listen but then to you me. also on Facebook have a silent uh, disco group, correct? Yeah, Dayton Silent Disco Group on Facebook, if you still have that. <laughs> <laughs> As he stare, John stares intently at yeah. the old guy. Yeah, we're currently <laughs> buying up all the NFTs in the Meta property. <laughs> so we can have a virtual silent disco. <laughs> Uh, Minecraft silent disco. Yeah. Fun. Awesome. Well, again, thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, support local. And if you're here uh, within, I don't know, an hour's drive, just come hang out and check it out. It's an experience, especially if you've never been to one. Yeah, say hi. It's fun. Yeah, for sure. If you hate fun, don't come. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This brings to a close this episode of the Passion DJ Podcast. Uh, I am Odingo. And I'm David Michael. And... David always says, keep on spinning. Wash your damn hands.